I saw this funny thing on Facebook, and <laughs> there's a guy, and he's in his in his room, and then all of a sudden, these guns <laughs> start beating him up, <laughs> and they're like, "Guns don't." Yes, guns kill people, but it was me. Guns are means. They're the means. Right. Um, I have an interesting point I wanted to make out. Like since Columbine, I mean, these shoot school shootings happen so much more. Well, again, so media has a lot to do with it because I don't think people would have would really do it, you know, be, except for that it's been done so now. Glamorized now, now these often. now these people are identifying mm-hmm. with kind of terrorists. Yeah, these, and they're copycats in a sense. It's an outcome that mm-hmm. has happened. That it's not they don't have to be original with that idea, right? And it's interesting. It's schools. It's not. Knock on wood. It's not general public. I mean, the, right. the, well, the Texas thing was. You mean the um, or the Las Vegas Las thing was pretty Vegas crazy. Thing. Yeah, but that that's that's crazy. Though. That's that one was very different because that was an old man and that was like premeditated. All kinds and there was of stuff. tons we have of no money idea. and yeah, and, we have no idea what that's about. Right. That wasn't like that wasn't a young kid shooting up a school. Right. But it it wasn't a young kid going on a shooting spree randomly. It was a young kid who was very angry with a particular group of people. Mm-hmm. So much so that he felt that they that he he wanted to kill them as many as he could. Mm-hmm. Right. I that's I guess that's kind of interesting too. Like, did he set out to kill certain people, or just maybe the popular kids, or just? Everybody at the school, because I don't know that he even... I would imagine, mm-hmm. no matter what your plan is, it doesn't go as planned. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know? You're like, and then I'm going to get in this door, and then I'm walking over to science class, <laughs> you know? Right. But I mean, it's not... I would I would imagine that you may have... You may walk in with a list, but there's no way that you can find or know or... Right. You know, like, people are scattering, like, mm-hmm. you know? Um. And you probably, if you continue to, I would imagine, and just mm-hmm. you know, if you're continuing to pull that trigger, you're you're randomly killing people. Like you're I not, so, yeah. you know, you you actually interesting. I think I did hear about this in one of these shootings. You yeah. know, now they're all you know they're all over news that one of the kid didn't shoot certain people. That there were people who felt guilty and they were not shot, and they said and he looked at me and he didn't shoot me, mm-hmm. and. That was a different, that was a kid who I believe did get killed. Mm -hmm. And he was on a military, like he was, a that was, he had, I believe that the kid that we're talking about in Florida was psychologically disturbed and didn't have, you know, but I think the kid that I'm talking about, I think he was military minded. Like he was going in to destroy things. He wasn't Mm -hmm. just like randomly shooting. And this other kid too, but. You have to, it's, you have to be everybody. Like mm-hmm. you hate the world so mm-hmm. much. And I mean, but you don't hate the world because there's plenty of people on the way to school to, to fire off on. There's way more, right. you know, you can find places that are people and, and it's not that secure. I'm sure it's, you know, you can go to Ralph's. Well, no, but, um, starting in junior high and well, no, high guy, school kids get really mean but the kid hated these people right but but high school can be really awful for oh, some people I imagine and even for even the popular people because they're just they're in it to survive we're all in it to survive basically 
like to not get made fun of, to hang out with cool people or to just get to not trip in front of everybody. Exactly. So everyone's super self-conscious and, and that's sad. It is sad, but it's the, that's the teenage years. And well, and, actually now we've, ex- we've, we've magnified that to social. Like mm-hmm. you can't even oh, be out, right. you can't even trip at the mall if somebody catches it. Now, you know, a million people have seen you trip. Right. And it's such a such an important time in their lives when they're trying to, like, create their own identity. And they get constantly made fun of for choosing that. And we're not accepting at those ages. It's really strange, you know. when As soon as you turn 18 and you graduate high school, it's almost immediately those things don't matter anymore. Right. People, You're free. Yeah. So it is a hard time to get through. Well, I think that has to. I think that we're slow too. I agree with you, but I, I also believe that that it's a result of the technology. Um, you know, before high school was a challenge, but it was kind of like there'd be people that you know they'd trip and fall. Somebody would see it. A few mm-hmm. people might laugh, but it would kind of stay in a small group of people. It wouldn't right. like spread like wildfire. Now, with social media, every single person in your high school can see it and you relive it. Uh, if you wear something silly, if you're caught picking your butt, you know, like, right. I mean, picking like, your nose. You're picking your nose, right? Like, uh-huh. in fact, yeah, that'd be a great hashtag, nose pickers. Um, <laughs> but that would be terrible. So I think like we were talking about before. So I think there's some serious social pressure on these kids. Mm-hmm. And there are outcast kids who have been outcast their whole life. Like, right. in first grade, they were picked on. They never had friends. Maybe they're a little, you know, queer is kind of the word. They're not, not homosexual, right. but different. just, yeah, just different. Weird. Weird, but see, weird. It's like queer is kind of a nice term because it's it's kind of like, you know, when you say weird, that's like stinky, you know. But when you you know, queer is like a pretty queer kid, you know. Queer might mean other things. Not fag. I know. (laughs) Fag kids. No, dating ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. No. But anyways, there's those weird kids who who get who never fit in. Right. Who's nobody's ever nice to. And their parents love them. Right. And they make it through high school. Mm-hmm. And then they go on to be engineers and computer scientists. Right. right. <laughs> and then they're like, ah, look at my nice Beamer. How's That's that right. Corolla? <laughs> cool kid in your Corolla. How's your one-bedroom apartment? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Look at my hot babe, importer from <laughs> Romania. <laughs> yeah. But But then you have, okay, so those poor kids who have to deal with it. But they end up okay, and I think the family... It's huge. Um, and But I think that it's those outliers that don't have a good family. Um, you know, and in extreme cases, their family is terrible. Mm-hmm. And imagine, you know, the kid not taken care of, dirty clothes, you know, not well kept. And his parents don't love him. Mm-hmm. Or he's got four siblings and, you know, parents are working their asses off to try to cover and he's made fun of and his brothers pick on him and mm-hmm. and everybody picks on him. I mean, I I was fortunate to to not be that and most of us were that. We're not mm-hmm. experiencing that. But that kid could I that's a risk for somebody who hates himself, who hates others, who just doesn't have any faith in humanity. Yes. And 
I don't necessarily know that you can blame the kid. I mean, a hundred percent, you blame the person who pulls oh, the trigger. Oh no, no, I don't blame. But him. it's like, I, like we talked I about don't, earlier. I don't actually blame that person because I do believe it's a result of being picked on your whole life, and there are mean kids out there, and that's like whenever these things happen, I always tell my kids just please be nice to everybody. Like, don't you don't make fun of kids for anything. Like, not. Go to school and be it's nice painful. to everyone. Just, yes, please be nice to everyone. That, I mean, you know, of course, we'll get slammed for having any sympathy for this guy. Mm-hmm. And to pull a trigger and be such an asshole, you know, like, God, you know, I believe that, well, I actually was watching something today. Uh-huh. And it said that killing somebody is easy. It's living with it, which is the hard part. And, you know... There's a lot of empathy, and I don't believe that, you know, even Marines, you know, when you're killing the enemy who you have to mm-hmm. kill, taking another life, I believe, is very it's, – it's hard for humans to do, mm-hmm. and there's there's empathy involved. And I believe that it's hard for generally most people to hurt other people unless they've been hurt or, mm-hmm. you know, I think that if they've been hurt, it's easier to hurt others. So to cross that line to where you're willing to go to prison for the rest of your life – Shame your family. Well, shame yourself for sure. Um, live with yourself, which you probably don't realize how difficult that's going to mm-hmm. be. They, um, I don't think that these people who make these decisions are really thinking what's going to happen next. Right. Like, but there's so much rage. Like, there's right, so there's much so broken revenge. They want they want revenge. They're on, broken. They're broken, but they want revenge, and they don't really look past what's going to happen to me or they don't care what's going to happen to them. But I don't really think they're thinking about that. I mean, some of them do have their plan, their way out, but this kid didn't have a plan out. He left the school with everybody else. He drove away from the school. He just filed in with the crowd leaving maniac. Yeah. So, so, well, I mean, he might have felt remorse after he did it. Well, who cares about that? I mean, right. Of course. Yeah, sure. You punch somebody in the face, you feel remorse after you break their face, after they're dead. Or you're like, okay, I got to get out of here now. No. Well, that's a weird. I mean, I don't know. Thing. I don't get it. Well, I think I think it's it's three years before this mm-hmm. for this kid. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I've seen things on, on different posts where, like, some kid talked about shooting up a school and now he's arrested. Somebody mm-hmm. took a picture and said, I'm thinking about going back to school. And now they're arrested. So I think I don't I don't like that aspect of it. I think that, you know, you can't I don't know. I mean, right now it's very sensitive. And, you know, maybe these people will get out of jail and not like go to jail for a long time. Because, well, my thing is Mm -hmm. jail doesn't help anybody. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if these guys are going to go away forever, you know, you murder 17 people, 10 people, two people, one person, person, you're going, you know, you deserve you deserve to not be around people. Right. Um, but, you, you know, and maybe there are some people who can't help hurting people. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And you got to put those people away. The homeless people who are crazy talking to themselves. <laughs> as long as they're not hurting anybody, I guess they can walk the streets. I mean, I think they should go to a, a land lar- far, far away. But, you know, if you're willing to cross that line and murder somebody, you got to go away for a long time. You're a piece of shit. That's just, we just got to say that. I don't care. How messed up and how right. broken and all that. You're a piece of shit when you cross that line. Right. But I sure would like to prevent people from getting near that line. 
And we also have to protect ourselves from people who do get to that line. Right. So, you know, there's all these crazy solutions. Um, I'm hearing. Oh, I was going to say. Arm teachers. Oh, yeah, I don't. Milits, you know, everybody's like, put the vets, put them on, you know, they can patrol the schools. <laughs> yeah, that's what we want. Vets around our students, our Oh, children. yes, you do. For sure you do. No, it's. it's oh, uh, to prevent. I don't think even when people say they saw this coming, it's not like they knew. Obviously, they didn't know or they would have. Right. As soon as they saw well, it, they yeah. said, hey, security. Go get that guy. Um, we definitely don't yeah, want armed teachers. I mean, yeah, and maybe maybe we do armed need security. Yeah, I don't. I mean, one solution is you have an armed. I see cops at schools all the time. Yeah, but you might, you know, you can't arm teachers. I do not believe no. the teachers have the tactical capability, nor should they be <laughs> right. required to. You know. Oh my gosh. You no. One a thing, lot of people would be like, I don't want to be a teacher. Well, carry, <laughs> right. Nice. Great. Now all you have is commandos who want to be teachers. Um, <laughs> no, but right. You, you, I think in Mexico, the military be, teaches. <laughs> yeah, we're going to leave that one alone. It, you know, you, first of all, carrying a gun and shooting somebody are very far apart from each other. Um, being accurate and shooting somebody also is difficult. Well, you know, can you imagine you just, you got, you, I mean, got your, you are armed. He walks in the door and you miss. Right. And now you're dead because you had your gun and now you got to, you know. Right. Yeah. And, and I think too, like these shooters aren't necessarily aiming. They're just firing. Right. But if you shoot at them, they're going to shoot. They're going to stop oh. firing and they'll shoot at you. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you have a big, heavy assault rifle. Well, not but, if you get them from the side or behind or something. That's right. That's right. Just sneak up on them. Right. Because that's, that's, that's what teachers. As soon as you see them pull out gun, that's right. you happen to be behind them and you shoot them. Yeah. they can shoot anyone else. Yeah. That's right. It's a video game. Mm -hmm. It's a video game. You just, you just do a double jump. And uh, no. So teachers, it's got to stay out of it. They, they should have a good, you know. Well, no. Hard. These teachers, they don't feel safe. No, teachers but you should have a scramble. You should, there should be some kind of tactical Oh, no, they, they've, they practice for this now. It's like a fire drill oh and earthquake gosh. drills. They have to, sh they have to, um, drills. yes. And I don't think it was this one, but the one before the shooting in January that they said we followed protocol, right? We were prepared for an active shooting. Like they, they practiced the drill that day, or it might have been this one. I don't know. One day, like one of the shootings, they practiced the active shooter drill that day. Well, well, running and hiding and 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 you know being running for safety. Well, that's 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 the teachers and the students' responsibility. Mm -hmm. The responsibility of you know, I believe that there should be one more. It's kind of like you have you know, part-time firemen on staff, you should have somebody who can get there within a minute. Who's kind of, you know, it could be a security company. Cause they have lockdowns on schools and stuff. Right. But if there was, yeah, you gotta, yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, I'm, but how, what's a lockdown? Well, what does at that any rate, mean? so we you have hide a in our things. classrooms, which have windows everywhere. Well, I mean, it's exactly, exactly. You, there's no, so there's, there's not there's, even cloakrooms anymore. There's not what? Cloakrooms. Did you have those? No. Oh, it's like, that's funny. Cloakroom? Yeah, like a cloakroom. Yeah, so it's a um, it's where you put your, it's like a hall. It's like a enclosed little area. Use? I didn't know they had that in the middle of Kansas. <laughs> um, Yeah, we put our bags and our lunches in the cloakroom, which was, it's an 
for cloaks. I don't know why it's called that. I was a kid, but it's is it a it's an like opening. A... So you enter this classroom, and then there's against the last wall. There's this another wall coming from the wall. So it's like this little room that doesn't have a door on there. It's just a, like a little hallway. And I then think you've I've seen it in movies. In movies, you have yeah. And um, yeah, you hang your stuff in there. Your lunch is in your backpack. So yeah, well, that's but... not going to do much good with an active shooter. Yeah, you would hide behind there and nobody, he, I mean. He or she. He or she would, no, actually, I don't think there's been any female She's out there right now, polishing her gun. Yet. There's a hundred of them and. Well, she hasn't done it yet. Hopefully somebody gives her a hug. Right. So I think there's two, right, I think we have, there's a bunch, it's kind of like the the pregnancy debate, right? Don't stop, don't. You forget about abortions, stop Mm -hmm. unplanned pregnancies, right? Mm -hmm. But there's always the intermediate phase where you have unplanned pregnancies and you have to deal with them. Mm -hmm. There are going to be more active shooters. I mean, kids right now, someone out there right now is planning it, is hateful, and and no amount of hugs is going to bring these kids back. Maybe. So that's my solution. So I think that we need hug patrol. We need hug patrol Mm -hmm. starting now and starting early. And we just need this loving community on campus two of them like a community that's willing to take the sides of both people right and if if somebody wrongs you you take it to this community board and they make a decision and they talk to saying you know they understand each side they explain each side and they try to bring the sides to an agreement and hug it out mm-hmm. right like hug it out and and i really believe that these shooters, like, I wonder when the last time this guy got a hug was. Well, he probably didn't get a hug for a long time because nobody loves his him. mother, his adopted mother had died a few yeah. months before and he was living with a friend and he got kicked out of school. And I mean, he, that's tragic. And he probably was dealing with a lot of stuff and people were not helping by, by being mean to him. Yeah. And. I mean, that family who he was living with, they probably don't appreciate that he yeah. went out and shot the school. Yeah, they're probably not going to give him his stuff back. Under their watch, but, I mean, I doubt they were giving him hugs. Well, some people, you know. he needed a lot of hugs, I think. Um, but, but I think that's kind of what you're talking about, that you have to be nice. You, like, I, we, we, we have this culture of ex- exclusion. We have this exclusive culture. Where right. we have to be included into this group, and that group excludes people. Right. I guess, um, I mean, I'm only speaking from my own experiences. And, like, in junior high, my school, we were really clicky and mean to a couple people. And... Terrible person. Yes. I always felt bad, and I was never Doesn't as right. mean. I'm just saying, I was never as mean as everybody else was. And I was looking at... um the Facebook page of one of the kids and it was really interesting. I'm not going to say. I mean, from where? Oh, from my junior high. Okay. Um, that we were mean to everybody collectively was mean to. So you were looking at one of the, I was looking at his Facebook page of one of the kids that you were mean to. And he always said that I was the nice one. Like he later, you know, he'd be like, well, you weren't as mean, you know, like you were, he acknowledged that I wasn't as mean as everybody else. Anyways, it's not really relevant. But what he said is that it wasn't until 
his freshman year of high school that he was able to accept his quirkiness and himself. Quirky. Like, he said, instead of, like, trying to hide who he was and fit into, like, the, you know, cliques or whatever, um, he should have just, like, he was, he didn't feel like he could be himself. And then once he was able to be himself, he was, he, you know, he lived right. a happy life. And happier life. And didn't really care so much what people said or whatever. But in the environment that we had created, he suppressed himself. He he did some weird things that made people kind of like, like egg it on kind of. I mean, he didn't help the situation, I guess you should say. But I thought that was interesting. And we, we are all unique and different. So we should be kind of like... If you're being exclusive, like if uh -huh. you're saying that kid's not cool, then it should be the culture that that person should not be cool. It's like right. it's it's like we instead of saying, "Oh, that guy's cool," for their uniqueness and like kind of kind of build upon that, and that should be done in schools. And teachers have to help do that, and we have to like hmm. um, in the classroom look at kids and praise them for their differentness than their sameness. Right. For well, the, what you're talking about is teaching kindness. Yes. And I think that's a value. And I don't think that can be like, that's the challenge is that you, we don't teach kindness. We teach facts, cold, hard facts. <laughs> Wait, that's not true though. Well, that's not true. If that, that's not true. Teachers have to deal with a lot of, but there's no kindness, how to be nice 30 minutes a day. Um, it's constantly trying to be nice in the th during the lessons being taught right. and the exercises being run mm -hmm. but there's not a a right or wrong there's no let's spend 30 minutes on what's right um kid falls in puddle no i i went as not true at my school we had that what do you, i went to i grew up went to a private school and we had religion and they discussed yes, those you went issues. Yes, you went to a religious school. We though. had those kinds of things. Right. And I I would be highly... They taught Annabelle... They taught, they taught the first graders the golden rule this year. It's a charter school. Okay. I'm just saying. And I thought that was interesting because... 80% of... It's it's illegal to talk about religion. Right. But the golden religion rule... Religion is value. The golden rule is a Christian thing. Okay. Yeah, it's Jesus's golden rule. But all religions have that golden rule. Yeah, I think Christians call it the golden rule. <laughs> okay, I don't. I was calling it the golden rule. I don't know if that's what it was called. <laughs> oh, um, treat others know. as you want yeah. to be treated. But I think it's an. I I went to a religious school too, yeah. and we took religion, and we learned a lot through Christianity. So, but that's. But I also went to public school, mm -hmm. and there was. There was no notion of kindness. There was no notion of treat others as you want to be treated. That came from the parents and the families. The school itself, you had kids who were terrible. Right. Who were, who, and it was generally, I mean, I knew, I got to know some of these kids mm -hmm. and they were screwed up. Their family was screwed up. Their life was screwed up. Their dads beat them. Mm -hmm. And they were in need of hugs. They were in need of a welcoming, accepting community. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's what's missing out of the whole, the whole problem here can be solved mm -hmm. by a loving, 
warm community of people. I agree. And, and I don't, and we're missing that. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I mean, I think that like the hug, the hug squad, hug squad and just smiling at people saying, hi, how's your day? Like actually acknowledging somebody else. Um, we don't know like the importance of something like that. Just a smile at someone that you're passing by, you know, because guys are like, (laughs) she wants to bone me. Well, not first and second graders and third and fourth, you know, True. not at that age. So it starts It starts when you're young. It starts that. You have to build that foundation when they're young. That way when they get older, they, are, they already have felt like friendliness and love at school in a sense. The community, you know, like you're saying hugs. Yeah. Give hugs and only if people want hugs, but, um, <laughs> you know, and hugs say with, hugs hi. with highs, hugs, just yeah. the, the general notion of right. embrace and embrace an acceptance and of the person, right? And smile an high because, because some people are shy, then, some people yeah. are weird and they think that like nobody likes them. But if you smile at them and say hi, then that changes. Yeah. They're like, no, then they want to hang out all the time. Not, that's not true, <laughs> but right. But if everyone's doing this, then they won't do that. That's true. And right. They won't. Yeah. And yes, you don't have to be friends with everybody, but you have to be nice and kind to everybody. Right. Even if they're annoying you. So <laughs> you, hug police. You have to. Um, I mean, there's kind ways to say like. <laughs> hi. That's all you got to yeah. say. But I and mean, it, if you're saying if somebody like that, you say hi to somebody who's an outcast. But there wouldn't be outcasts. This is what I'm saying. But you, but you do click naturally to some people. Like you talk to some people and not others. I think that that there's two things. Mm-hmm. It's it's two. One is a hug squad, mm-hmm. positive squad, mm-hmm. positive, welcoming. Where you actually have to assign people and say, right. today you have to be nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, it's a not, job in school. Right. You're, but you're I mean, on the hug squad today. But it's it should be something that is. It's like you have to do it because mm-hmm. you can't – you should always be that way. But you don't – you know, it's – you shouldn't – you know, if you're not in the mood, you know, you know, it's it's tough. But the other side is being confident from the kid who needs the hugs and needs the positivity. That kid has to be comfortable and confident on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's not – If the quirkiness has to be embraced. Kids are not – Kids are not confident in anything on their own. It comes from parents and fan, and social. Yeah. And that's why I think the Hug Squad has to be an actual thing. Like it has to be a body of students who, who, who will field complaints unbiasedly. Mm-hmm. You can go to them and say, they're mean to me. Mm-hmm. And the, the, these people can go and say, hey, be nice to him. Mm-hmm. or her we like him or her mm-hmm. and you just don't be mean you hurt their feelings and i think that that's the representative that these people are missing is they're missing the representative these guys are hopeless if that could have said if that kid could have told somebody i fucking hate everybody and i want them dead mm-hmm. somebody would say whoa dude 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 what's oh, yeah. going on yeah like what is going on he's like well they're this and this and this it's like hey let's go talk to these people you know, they got me kicked out of school. Right. Let's go talk to these people. And what they would have said is, hey, dude, you're not – you missed 40 – you know, you missed too many days. You, you, you're not – you can't be a student here if you miss so many days. 
well, the, uh, I had all these reasons and well, you can go to the other school or you can come in next semester. You just mm-hmm. got to go to this other school for a little while and you can't miss as many days. You got to be responsible. And, and I think that, that, that we're, we're not, we don't have enough vents. There's not enough releases for these people. There's, there's nowhere for them to go. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere for this kid who's been bullied to go. And parents are like, Oh, you'll be fine. Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they go to work. And they send their poor kid alone to this school where right. everybody's mean to them. And he's been complaining to his parents. Now he can't even tell his parents because it's, it's an empty wall. Mm-hmm. So he needs peers. He needs peers who support him. Even if he farted in class, everybody made fun of him for farting. He runs out of the room crying because he mm-hmm. farted. Somebody's got to intervene. Right. And they've got to say, okay, so they shouldn't have made fun of you for farting. But the next time you fart. You should probably go outside or go to the corner of the class or, you know, like understand why the criticism occurred. But you need you need those mediators. You know, we need this 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 group of mediators to almost seek out these kids and ask them, how can we help you? Mm -hmm. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully that would work and not just add names to the list. You know, because the... No, I think if you... I I mean, so... We're talking in a school setting because that's where it's happening. So you have... So far. 30... <laughs> well... Yeah. 32, 30 plus kids in a classroom. You can have... You should assign... You should assign... I don't know. Like you're saying, a hug squad... You can have a hug squad and each, maybe it's um, like five or six um, first graders at the whole school. These, these things that you're talking about, these happen all the time, constantly. And there's one teacher and one teacher can't mediate third kids. Right. And, um, or three teachers to a hundred students. Like you have kids coming up always saying stuff like, oh, he's, he hurt my feelings. Oh, he's lying. Oh, he's this. And all they really want is an apology and acceptance for their feelings. So, I mean, as a, as Hmm. a teacher, we're, we say, okay, please, please tell them you're sorry, you know, because that's all they really want is they want someone to acknowledge that they did something wrong to them. And then they usually you say, okay, they say, I'm sorry. And they say, okay. Thank you, right. you know, but there's always a couple times where this kid will be like, I'm, I'm not saying I'm sorry. I didn't do it on purpose. And it's like, yes, but you still accidentally swung your, you know, you swung your lunch bell and you hit that kid behind you in the head. No, I didn't. I didn't do it on purpose. And it's like, okay, but you still, it still happened. You still need to acknowledge that you hit that person that you just say you're sorry. Then it's yeah. no big deal. Just say you're sorry. Um, or you know, little in, these weird incidents happen, and like another thing happened um, is this one kid saw another kid vandalizing school property, and said, "Hey, you can't do that." And then that kid, and then went and told the teacher, and then that kid denied it, even though he saw him do it. He's like, That's "Right." He said, "I'm not do. I didn't do that. You're lying." Wow. So. Now you have this poor kid who saw something told on somebody, and he, the kid's turning turning on him. No, you calling can't. him the liar. The hug squad won't work. Right. So now what do you do? <laughs> well, the hug squad won't work because you need professionals. Because now the hug squad is going to be like, no, 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 you're wrong, dude. That is wrong. You hit him with the lunch pail. He's like, no, I didn't. And they're like, well, you did. 
he's got a big old bruise on his head and got the imprint of Superman on his head from your lunchbox. And he's like, well, I didn't do it. And they're like, you're wrong. And then all of a sudden now there's a group of people mm-hmm. against him. So you need professionals. Mm-hmm. You, you need – it's it's really interesting. What so, I think a solution could be mm-hmm. is a teacher's – well, it can't be a teacher. It has to be like a counselor. Mm-hmm. And the counselor has to like get reports from kids mm-hmm. and say who's being mean to who. And they need to like strategically – There needs to be like – I don't know, 10 counselors on well, campus yeah. well, right. to handle but I, yeah, these whatever. situations. I mean, maybe these things happen like those two incidences. I mean, I'm just talking about two, but they happen every recess, every, you know, every Well, you time. don't know which one of those sets mm-hmm. the kid off. Right. And if it's just a string of these things, which has been going on for and years. I'm only, I'm, I sub, I'm only there a couple of hours a day sometimes and i have pe- kids coming up to me going he pushed me well, he did this he did that and i'm just there's like, trivial things and then wow. there's mm-hmm. there's the things where you know they're like you're stupid and fat i'm out of here and that kid's just crying he doesn't mm-hmm. tell anybody right and or they it's like you're well oh right right you don't know i mean right these kids, right we can't know. see every interaction there's not and there's action. kids who just eat it they're just like mm-hmm. oh that's true but I guess I guess actually that's interesting because it's it's such a stretch for me to try to understand these children for a second, third grade, you know, these children. And then you have these children who are 17 who have gotten to that point. So I think that, number one, we live in a really good area. Okay. I think that it's these outliers – it's the kid who was in the school for first grade and went to another school for second grade and then he goes to another school for third grade. Well, well, also, I mean, teachers and everybody can see right away the kids that are not being socially accepted. So we have to kind of... You also teach at a, almost a religious school. No, I'm just saying in general, somebody notices these kids are not... If the kids and if student, other students know about these kids, then the teacher knows that these kids are being outcasted so i think seventh and eighth grade so you might not know that they're being bullied but you know for sure that they're being outcasted right so so those are the kids that need support mm -hmm. yes we have to catch you have to catch it and you don't have to bring them into the general population you have to teach them how to accept themselves Mm -hmm. i have a flatulence problem i fart you fart you just when you feel it you got to go away or don't be next to that girl you know go in the corner you know, it's like if you really can't control yourself, it's going to be a problem. So go sit, ask your teacher if you can sit in the back corner, you know, but there has to be somebody who's helping resolve these problems from a very young age because the social awkwardness or the, 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 the kid that bounces around schools. But I think that there definitely needs to be a support system because, like, imagine a school like the, the you know, the middle school around here that has, mm-hmm. you know, there's a bunch of kids, I'm sure, that are that are just off their rock. You know, they're just slipping through the cracks. Um, we don't know the effects of social media because a lot of the bullying is done online. And um, unless, the, unless the person being bullied tells their parents... And then the parent usually tries to address the school, but the school's like, it's not the school's problem. Right. I mean, 
it is what it, it is now because the, the kids are coming back and shooting up the school. But teachers are are supposed to be teaching, helping students right. learn. I agree with that. They're I agree not. With that. They're not psychology majors. They don't. Right. Right. You're not, lucky if they if they if they can reduce tension or right. if they can you know help negotiate mm-hmm. right then and i think that's kind of why the like just the idea of a hug squad uh-huh. or you know that right. idea is that we right. do need this this third party this this party to be available to the kids who need them <laughs> and they need to be so accessible that they're used and uh-huh. they have to have results to where you know you have a representative you know these people this shooter spoke mm-hmm. his his letter to everyone was i fucking hate you die did he, is that true no oh, okay. but that's oh, i mean oh, okay. he said that with his actions right you know right. like he okay. said that with his actions if he could have told people that somebody who would have listened who would have said oh man why do you feel that way right and he could have talked about it at least he could have, you know, at least you would have made him double think. Like, I b- oh, really sure. believe that he had just, he was just raging. I mean, who knows what was, who was going through his head. But yeah, you, you have to be really unhappy, I'd um, imagine, I to do also, that. Like, you don't want to, you just go hang out with your friends and chill yeah. out. You're a teenager. Like, you don't have to work, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, too. You don't have to work full time every day, all day. That, um. When kids, if if kids are going through something like traumatic as losing a parent, they should be seeing a counselor, a therapist, just to deal with a lot of things. Um, and that um, free or whatever, you know, like they they're too young to under, to deal with that kind of stuff. Well, I think you have to implement it young, so mm-hmm. that like you almost have to mandate that these kids talk to a counselor uh-huh. because they're not going to in high school. Right. It has to be something that they're used to doing. It's like you need a buddy. You need a buddy. You need a buddy. People people have also – well, yeah, there's a negative uh, stig- uh, stigma on um, th- seeing a counselor or having a therapist at yeah. a young age. And it's like it shouldn't really be seen that way because it's, it's a it's – it's someone – it's a third-party outlet. Buddies. We need buddies. Yeah. Like – like big brothers in school. Like mm-hmm. if you if you had a third if this guy But but still kids are not this kid should not be saying should not burden other kids his age with these feelings because Right. They that, shouldn't have to be the psychologist. Right. That person who hears that is and then, and then the next things. day this happens, like, and he wasn't able to talk him out of it, they're gonna feel <laughs> guilt. So it can be a peer. It has to be Right. It has, it has to be a, a <sighs> professional, but I don't know how you do, but they well, have there, to I think there are it. kids who kind of have that aptitude mm-hmm. and that they would gravitate towards that. And I think that it is like everybody needs a buddy uh-huh. and that buddy has to be there. So it's uh-huh. like that buddy has to be there to listen uh-huh. and to, to advise. And that buddy has to be, you know, it's, it's, it's like a personal hugger. It's like, Hey dude, I need a hug. Okay, man, here's your hug. And it's like, you know, even if you don't feel like hugging that bastard, you give him a hug. You know, you know, it's like you, you gotta. This kid needed to talk to somebody. Yeah. And somebody, you know, he if he would have said, "I'm gonna f- do something stupid," they would say, "Whoa, dude, 
Like that's mm-hmm. crazy. Stop that, man. Right. What are you doing? Let's let's get through this. Let's switch high schools. Let's you know, let's forget about high school. Let's go get a job. If you want to work? Let's go work. Like you got the whole life ahead of you. Maybe not. Maybe you had no future. I mean, maybe there was nothing. There's always a future. There is a future, that's for sure. And being homeless, living in the riverbed, and you know, it's not that bad. That has nothing to do with him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one instance, but I don't, I don't think that's true. I mean, he could go to continuation school. He's really close to getting to graduating, right? So I don't know. I think yeah. so. Well, GED, being whatever. Done with school, you, could, you don't. You can go right. to whatever you want. Right. You can get a job. I mean. Right. So I'm going to think. I'm going to assume that this was a, this was just long period of of sadness whether or not it was because of the people around him or you know like maybe everybody was nice to him we don't know um but whatever it was he didn't have an outlet his outlet was to blast everybody right so he needed he needed an outlet that he could comfortably express his feelings to Mm -hmm. and then he probably also needed that outlet to be able to help him with these feelings and maybe talk to some people and maybe say, Hey, you, you know, if that person really hurts your feelings, whether they know or not, you should probably let them know that, Mm -hmm. that, that they really made you feel like shit when they said that. And maybe they won't say it again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they need that type of representative where it's like, sure, I'll, I'll help you out. You know, let me hear what you're saying. And, you know, and it probably should have happened with this guy five years ago, you know, like everybody's being mean to him. And you have to go around to everybody and just say, hey, you're hurting this kid's feelings. Like, right. stop it. I had a – there was a guy in um, in my high school and mm-hmm. he killed himself when he was 19. Right. And when I met him, I met him because I went to the school a little later. He had a terrible nickname. Everybody was always mean to him. He had a twin he – had, he had another brother who was popular and he was – he wasn't unpopular but everybody picked on him. And I was always nice to him and I, I, I never understood – Right. I never, I didn't think it was funny. It was kind of like this thing that had been right. going on his whole life. And then he blew his hat off. Yeah. And then his best friend hung himself and then his best friend hung himself. Oh, so it was all these people yeah. because they knew. Right. And if, and if somebody would have said, I really, you know, of course in hindsight, yeah. I never called him the nickname. I always called him by his name mm-hmm. because it was a terrible nickname. And I, and when that happened, I was like, well, of course he did. Of right. course. I mean, that's the guy. In fact, we're lucky. He we didn't. Lucky tr- he didn't. Tr- right. He, he could have tr- turned. I mean, I think I would have been safe, <laughs> but he could have. Right. He is the guy who, instead of turning the gun on himself, could have turned on others. In fact, that's what we were talking about. This guy didn't kill himself and right. it wasn't a suicide mission. Right. He just caused chaos and then left, which is the opposite of killing yourself. Right. It's like killing yourself in prison for 20 years and, and actually killing, you know, all these innocent people. And I think that that actually is something that, that, that I believe is, is, you know, killing yourself is a pretty drastic decision. Right. It's probably, I don't, that might be, it might be easier to pick up a gun and shoot other people than it is to shoot yourself. And that, I mean, so, I mean, I think that that is, we're seeing these people who, you know, now that it's glorified all these shootings and hurting others is an idea in their head that, you know, it's those same, you know, the suicidal kids. It's our problem. I mean, we're seeing young kids kill themselves. And if they were angry and not self, 
you know, if, mm-hmm. you know, these people feel terrible about themselves and think their life is over. So they end it as opposed to hating everybody around right. them. So it's almost Morning. like at the same thing. It's like you need, we have this culture of, of, of social media, everybody, you know, everybody's making, they're making hashtags of you, making fun of you, you know, just crazy things, funny videos, sending you, ha- you know, it's gotta be tough out there. So I do think that these children need representatives. They need like big brothers or the ones who, a lot of us have family and have support. Right. And that gets us through these trying times. But I think there also needs to be some kind of facility facilitator, which can help these children can help them be heard, can help others understand how they're making them feel and maybe give some kind of resolution to those treating them poorly and, and also how to kind of react to being treated poorly. Like I always tell our little guy, like if people are mean to him, cause he's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I say, tell them that your dad's going to beat him up, you know, offset it. Like, don't yeah. feel bad. Don't change. Right. Just tell them, stay away from me or you're not being nice. Like, you know, don't run away crying. You oh, know, no, he roars or roaring. Mm. But I mean, yeah, he does roar at people. He but I mean, where and he says, "You're not being nice." <sighs> to who? He did that a couple months ago at the trampoline place. Oh, really? Boys that weren't being nice to him. Good. Oh yeah, it was. But that's but that's because I'm his parent and right. I'm teaching him. Right. And I know that people will be mean to him because he's so sweet. Mm-hmm. So, and and if you don't have that parent, somebody else needs to teach you that. Like, and that's why it could be a class, like how to deal with bullies, how to identify bullies. And then if you teach that in a class, the bully might go, oh my God, I'm a bully. Uh And then he'll be the one who's being ostracized. It's like, you're, hey, this is you. And then he'll be, you know, and then hopefully they stop. A lot of the behavior that was learned. Yeah. But if you teach it in class and you, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and I think maybe that's what's missing is, is, um, kindness education. Acceptance, education, kindness, you know, right. how, how to be a good person. Yeah. And it's been stripped out of most schools. Uh, and there, nobody, nobody teaches kindness. No, no, that's no. just not a subject that's covered. Right. And Actually, that's, <laughs> her, her school is doing, that's her project is acts of kindness. It's charter school. That's her whole project though. But it's yeah, a charter school. They have a week of. It's a charter school. None of the other schools around here are doing that. I know. It should be they do something. They random acts of kindness. They teach Where? that at schools. It's not random acts of kindness. It's how to be a nice kid. Okay, right. I get what you're saying. But it has to also be like emphasized and reminded and done it's something every you study day. every day. Yeah. It should be a class. Yeah, it has to be done Let's every day. study somebody who's really nice. Let's somebody study somebody who's really mean. Right. You you almost have to have like those stories you were talking about earlier, like what what should you do in this situation? And every day there should be one. Yeah. And there should be a f- whole class discussion on yeah. the right thing to do. Right. So that you can, so that you, because the kids who are mean, they may not know they're being, they're just being like their mom. Right. Like if, or you know, their dad. mom might be like, yeah, he farted. Yeah. And they're like, you know, and they're just, but what they don't understand is that actually is mean. If you're doing it to your husband, it's one thing. But if you're doing it to some little kid next to you, that's not something that you do. And yeah. it's, you know, I mean, and that's a great example. You say, what if somebody farts and everybody laughs and the kid feels silly? And then you go, but it's an accident. 
Everybody farts. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you should hold it and go out. If you have to fart, hold it and go out. And if you can't, you know what you're doing. Put your thumb on your nose. Put your thumb on your head. I say turn around and look at the person behind you. <laughs> yeah. Or or turn around and look at me in the eye and fart. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Or own it. Yeah. Be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> if mean, you're embarrassed to be the farter, turn around and embarrassed. say, <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. Yeah. That's the thing. Don't be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. If you trip and fall, laugh with everybody. Right. They'll laugh. They're not necessarily, you know, but that's, I think it's that confidence. Mm-hmm. Like we really need that in schools. We really need how to, how it, it lets kids reflect on their actions. Uh-huh. It would help kids embrace like, the things which are getting those kind of negative reactions mm-hmm. and identify bullies. Yeah. Like, so you would present a scenario like boy trips and falls. And then it's like, what would you do? What would be your normal reaction? And then what maybe should you do? Right. So it's like, look at look at how you would react and then compare it to what you right. should do. Let's, well, what would, you, what would you want everybody to do if you oh, really yeah, want to fell? Oh, yeah, you were that person. Yeah. And what would you do if you saw somebody right. fell? Get my phone out. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Now let's put you in their shoes. Right. Now you tripped. Do you want to get your phone out? And some kids might go, yeah, because it's funny. Uh-huh. And I think that's that's the right thing to do. But if someone's like, yeah, I don't want to be on, I don't want that to get out. Mm-hmm. You say, okay, that's fine. You know, we shouldn't record. But if it does get out, it's not a big deal. We all trip and fall. You know, it's not a big deal. Like it, none of it's right. And back to kindness. Yeah. It's like you have to embrace. It needs to be taught in schools. Yeah. Because parents are obviously not doing a good job of doing it. No, you get too many fluctuations. No, parents. Well, society has changed. So we have we have a lot of families have double working, two working parents. Right. Especially in this area. And then, um, so they're away from their kids a lot. Right. And then, so there's not a lot of teaching moments. and Right. Um, they're home to... The parents are home to make dinner, help their kids with homework, get them dressed. Watch get the them, game. Watch, <laughs> yeah. Um, get them to wherever they need to be, help them with homework, get them right. bathed, dressed, right. ready for school. It's a service. Yeah. It's not – there's not a lot of family time going on in these – during the school days anyways. And then you have a lot of broken homes, blended homes and all that kind of stuff, which – has also created a lot of issues because there's not a strong, stable home environment. No, it has to be at the school because they're at school right. so long. Like, there's yeah. just, you're right, there isn't enough. Well, they're only at school like seven hours, six hours. How many hours are they awake at home? Well, that depends on if they come home right after school or if they have daycare or something. Let's say they have daycare. Oh, well, then they're away more than, yeah, they're away more than their home. Right. Well, I kind of already said that, but. I don't, th- yeah, I think that they're away more than they're at home. Always. If they're awake eight to eight, they're home at three. Who's home at three? Maybe, I guess, if I'm you go to work early. I'm just saying that's when school ends. Right. So some kids. Hmm. So it's half and half, but the time at home isn't, it might be one-on-one like you and a parent or you and your siblings. And It needs to be taught at school. Yeah. Sibling, sibling. No matter what the parents right. teach, 
general humanity kindness mm-hmm. needs to be taught at school. Yeah. Because you need to teach in that. Right. You have to teach in, in that the environment. Because I was just thinking, like, yeah, and you're always going to be – most people are a lot meaner to their brothers and sisters than yeah. they are to other kids, <laughs> their friends right, nice. and people at school, typically. You don't, you don't usually punch your friends, but you want to punch your brother. Right. And it's kind of okay to punch your brother. Yeah. But it's, you shouldn't be punching your peers. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think I think actually that that is I think that that's a great solution. Is mm-hmm. you have to implement a school that teaches empathy, respect, and confidence, and and very situational things like right. you know so that the children can understand, so that so that the the kids who are going to be in the scenario where they're going to hate everybody and want to kill them all is fairly is reduced. Because, like I said, the one that does it, there's a, there's a hundred that are that want to do it really bad. There's a thousand of them that are thinking about it, yeah. and then there's even more so that, you know, wouldn't be mad if it happened. Like there's just, you know, we hear about these onesie twosies, mm-hmm. but that means there's a whole bunch of kids who who aren't going the distance. You know, right. the ones who are doing it probably have mental problems. Mm-hmm. And the ones that aren't are probably normal, but they just hate everything. So, well, you know. they it would be like a, a shooting of passion, <laughs> right? Like in the moment, right, 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 right. I'm gonna go home and get my gun and come back. Oh like, my god! Like, but but even to maintain that, how many kids go home and are like, "Nah, just have some cereal, watch some TV." You know, it's like you really well, gotta have some rage. Right, but that's what I mean. You really got to be a ragey person Mm -hmm. to like to 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 drive five miles, get all your ammo, (laughs) throw in your trunk, and be like, ah, and then go back. And then I don't know. I mean, obviously, I can't put myself in that person's shoes because like it's just crazy. And like, yeah, how how do you like? Okay, today's the day because you know you've been planning it for (sighs) you've been thinking about it for a while. These kids, they've been thinking about it. Right. It's not. It's not usually just random. So a lot of hate. A lot of hate. Yeah. They just have hate, but eats them up. I don't know. Today's the day. (laughs) Well, who knows? I mean, that's something. You know, it's just that one trigger thing that happens and causes them to to do it. But yeah, I mean, like I said, like there's probably a hundred kids right now. We're thinking about it, mm-hmm. but it's like, are they thinking about it more because of Columbine and all that stuff, and because the media played, like, yeah, the more I the more it's... that they see it happen, the more desensitized, because the, bef- the, the less far fetched, yeah, it seems. Before they might have not thought of that particular thing, they might have thought about hurting people right or slashing tires yes. or egging cars yes um which is what they should be doing and right. in fact if someone's like i hate them i'd be like well then go get some water balloons and just launch them on campus right right <laughs> like you'll get in trouble but you know and you'll get a few of them but you know you don't want to kill anybody man yeah like i just don't like think that a lot of people would come up with this idea on their own that now it's right. They go punch a punching bag and cry and not know how to figure mm-hmm. it out because it. We learned too much about. I think Columbine was the first one that was out play, played in the media, but they told you know it was premeditated. They looked up all the stuff. They like kind of 
explained how like their motives and all that stuff we don't need to know those things because that that gives people like it makes it a possibility of something to do it's not original it's It's not an original thought it's it's something that has that person did it i can do it it's not it's and like you said they should be slashing tires or sticking potatoes in exhausts whatever yeah like stuff that's not really going to cause that as as much damage. Right, not a car bomb. Right. Just uh, mm-hmm. deflate their tires. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we live um, in a violent. And I mean, pinpoint the people. I mean, I guess if you feel it from everybody, but I, I mean, but but see, not to randomly but, shoot but see, at a that's, school. But those are already too late. Like you, you've got to be confident. You've got to mm-hmm. be. You know, I mean, they these kids have to be like, yeah, you know, everybody's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody's different, has different sensitivities. Yeah, like you can't create a hundred percent of confident people. Like it's just not right. Like then we'd have another problem. <laughs> yeah, nice. Everybody's buttonheads. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't. I think, I think that it is. It's just like I think the teaching kindness in school mm-hmm. will help a lot of these outliers. I think so, and create and and discuss the very specific scenarios that happen every day, right, in school. And I think there does need to be a specialized, a specialized group of people, or like School. one leader and maybe a bunch of students who kind of listen, listen to the students who are being bullied and picked on. A school counselor on campus, for but sure. but it, yeah, but I'm just saying, right? To, but as more a of a point. more of a board, more of mm-hmm. like a, a, a board right. of people who kind of you know you take your complaints to. It has to be kind of like a mixture of peers and professionals. Like the peers have to gather the information. Right. The professionals have to kind of orchestrate how how the rest of it plays out. So teaching kindness, having resources through peers, and, you know, probably, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what it's like to be so angry. And I mean, I knew some, some odd ducks, um, but never the violent you know, just quiet to themselves, not violent and murderous. I mean, that's a new to to think. There's nobody that I've known through high school who I would have said, "Oh, if anybody was going to shoot up the school, it would have been that guy." Like, I don't think that I knew people like that. I, yeah, and maybe because we didn't know to identify we, those kinds of people. We didn't grow up in. The same amount of guns were there. The yeah. same amount of kids with sure. likelihood Actually, of guns. I think Columbine was in weird Yeah, I mean, ha- there was, but um, it's... I don't think the same amount. I think there's more access. More guns? Yeah. I, don't I think kids so. have more access no. to guns. No, no, they the gangs in LA. They everything. No, the gangs oh, in LA. Oh, I mean, yeah, but they, they don't... That's where you buy the guns from. But they're... Kids killing kids. Yeah. There uh, are guns. Right, but that... That's different. I don't know. I don't believe it is. The okay. illegal guns are available. If you want to get an illegal gun, you can go find an illegal gun online. Well, now online makes it probably a little yeah. more accessible. And but, anonymous. Yeah, but these kids are buying. They're just. I, I know. In fact, the kid bought the gun legally. Yeah, because he's he was 19 or something. Huh. He's the only one that's buying everybody booze. He should have bought him booze. Old enough. Buying smokes for everybody. Well. Be the cool kid, but yeah. So, well, if he's nineteen, that's a grown ass man. Like you can't, you well, can't I take a gun away. Well, I think he got kicked out when he was eighteen, turning or something like that. He was, he's, he's an adult. 
is an adult. Well, you're not going to get a, guns out of adults' hands. Right. Well, I don't know what the legal age is, but yeah. Um, the, we have weird issues. Like, we have weird... We can't call you, someone 18 an adult, but then have, you, like, yeah. like, alcohol and marijuana and gun laws at 21, which they should be. But so we have to start stop calling kids adults at eighteen. We have to call them adults at yeah, twenty one. I'm I'm of a different opinion that if you can go fight if you can go fight a war, then you're old enough to if if we can draft you or you can go fight in the military, then you should also be able to drink and Right. Buy I, guns. I wonder what that's interesting. I wonder what the I wonder why they choose those ages. I don't yeah. think eighteen year olds should be fighting in wars, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's um, well, that's the only option for some kids. But yeah, I think I think the general thing is that this kid could if 5 years ago, probably not 6 months ago. Maybe. Somebody to talk to. Somebody to Well, he might have had his mom to talk to until she's gone. And that I think has a huge outside of family. Right. We need oh, – okay. you need something yeah, at the school true. that you grow up understanding is there for you. It's like Alcoholics Anonymous. If you become an alcoholic, you can go to AA. Everybody knows about AA. It's like if you are getting bullied, you need to go tell the bully. Right. If you feel like you're not fitting in, like there's this group of people who will be nice to you after school. And everybody's welcome and it's a nice positive experience. And I think that at a young age, kids need to be exposed yeah. to that. And then hopefully it will reduce the amount of – of, of issues. Um, and then we probably need a quick response to school security system. Mm. Probably needs to be cameras installed. Probably needs to be, you know, patrolling of security, armed security guards. Mm. There are some schools that have metal detectors. That's... <laughs> you think it's too much? Well, they're going to run past a metal detector. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not sneaking in... Like, these kids aren't sneaking in one gun in their backpack. And then they're like... Run, they get to school and they open fire. Right. Like a metal detector isn't going to do that. Now, the metal detectors in, in areas where you have gang stuff, like there are schools like yeah, that. I know. I've been there. That prevents the one on one fighting, the oh, knives okay. and, the, yeah. and that stuff. But you need a quick response to an active shooter. That's and true. that would deter people from doing it mm -hmm. because they would be like, imagine, and this is, I wouldn't be surprised if this is going to happen next. An active shooter is going to get killed before he hurts anybody. Right. He's going to be approaching the school and somebody's going to kick it, he's yeah. going to kill him. And and people are going to feel righteous about that, which you know, killing is wrong. Uh -huh. um, but but that is, and as soon as that happens, an active shooter, you know, all it takes is for that, and then people will be less inclined to be an active shooter. Right. That's when they start putting potatoes in. What about? Um, I just thought about this because. And then we, I gotta go to bed. I'm tired. Yeah, while you were talking, <laughs> what like movies glorify killing? video games yeah, or... but, but playing a video game should let should be a release <laughs> well it should be but there's I'm no just correlation saying, yeah that that's there, a slippery slope but but um, there's playing a there video game there are correlations of this usually when they're too young um right 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 and wrong needs to be taught kindness needs to be taught and it needs to be taught in schools apparently because right period yeah. because that gets everybody on the same playing field and right. and and if you just went through a kindness class mm -hmm. you're probably less likely to be a dick you're like, so you yeah. see somebody falling, you're like, nah, we're going to be nice today, guys. Or you help them up. You help them up. Yeah. Right. Trip two. Whoa. Yeah. I you think. say, are you okay? You need an ice pack. Do you need a band-aid? Right. What do you need? 
Right. Put your phones down and go help the kid out. Right. I think that's, I think that is the, that's the easy, that's the easy that's one. Starting point. Like, I think you need a quick response security yeah, guard for sure. just because they're out there. Um, for there's other, I mean, active shooters is not the only reason why we need a quick response. There's other reasons. So yeah, it should be known to the students that there is yes. a quick response. Yes. Known to the students that someone will be here in 30 seconds. As soon as anything's weird. Yeah. You won't even know that they got mm, called, but right. they're on their way. Uh-huh. And 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 that's just to, that's just to detour the ones who because think right that they now, just walk like in. you'll get, I'll get random emails saying there was a suspicious person close right. to the school. We had a lockdown. Right. We checked that's it out. We should so, get an email from patrol, yeah. from school patrol that uh-huh. says school patrol apprehended a suspicious character, yeah. and beat him up, sent him on his way. <laughs> But yeah, I think that 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 type of prevented that type of it's it's kind of like your salt, you know, that yeah. type of band aid would right. prevent people from thinking that I'll just walk on and blow people away. It's like you're gonna have to walk on, you're gonna have to get past Jim, the security guard, who's right. who's a who's an ex as a war veteran who's okay. waiting for an opportunity. So that's how we can employ ex vet or vets, right? You put one at every school. Yeah. Well, you have to put somebody who's trained with with That's true. with mm-hmm. with weaponry. Your job is to patrol the front. It's all sides. Well, just of keep it on, everybody. Yeah. Right. Just look for just just chill. Just be present. Go shake right. hands. Be be a part of this community. You yeah. you're here to save us and be nice. Mm-hmm. And we'll help you. You know, like you yeah. we'll help you and and everybody will know that you're going to try to kill them if you come in with schools. Right. Jim, security guard, is going to try to kill an active shooter. That's his only job. Right. His taxpayers got to pay for that. Yeah. And then the kindness class, I think, is also that will help reduce the need for Jim, the security guard, to be there. Right. You know, he can be there because bad people targeting kids. Let's protect them. We should also give the teachers a little bit more money and we should also increase the facilities. <laughs> well, now the there's hazard pay <laughs> for teachers. Should be hazard pay. <laughs> yeah, right. Jeez. But yeah, so that's another <laughs> argument. Saying, no, for sure. People, you have, well, you have schools that are falling apart. These school shootings are going to create are gonna everybody's gonna have to have yeah. hazard insurance. no 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 people are not gonna want to be teachers because yeah. it's almost they don't happen that often more than they used to and they, 16 years they don't small. happen at workplaces they happen less at workplaces than they do at schools so yeah i don't know yeah i don't know maybe we don't hear well yeah for sure for sure yeah we only hear about the like i'm sure we hear about any we only hear shooting. about the like we hear about all mass shootings, but we only hear about the the crazy ones. Like there's, if you Google school shootings in 2018, a uh, list of 20 huh? things will pop up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the kindness class uh-huh. and quick response. Kindness class will help the future. Quick response will help the now. Right. Um, and then a kindness squad. You know, there has to be. What about training for proper use of guns? <laughs> why do some? Why do we need all these guns? Why not? It's just a thing. Why do you need a gun? The real reason that all arguments come to, uh-huh. if the police, if the government yeah. decides to shut down gas stations. Uh-huh. For no good reason. Yeah. 
Then we need guns to shoot the government? If they have <laughs> guns and we don't, then I got the you. government wins. And and that is the Second Amendment. That is – I mean that is me right. personally. The right to bear arms. I think that I could I, – I just feel like discussion with the military. Uh-huh. You say, guys, guys, what you're representing is wrong. Uh-huh. Stand down. And let everybody get the gas or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Like, I think through diplomacy, you can have these paid militants, the rational people. You can say, hey, I know you're getting paid to beat me up, but beating me up is wrong. Go home. Quit. Take Colin sick today. All of you Colin sick. Stop doing wrong for money. And that would be my resolution. But there's a lot of people who are like, you got a gun, I got a gun. If the cops have guns, I get guns. And... You know that that's really what it is. If if okay. that that is the argument. Okay. Yeah, now, do you need assault rifles? Do you need military grade weapons? I mean, that's. I'm... I I feel that you should. I don't. I mean, I. It's like, do I need a permit to carry around an axe? I shouldn't, because me carrying around an axe does not equal me hacking people up. Right. Like me uh, carrying around a gun does well, not equal me shooting people. I believe that people in the olden days had guns because they were hunters. Like they went well, out protection. And there were people. Protection I mean, there were other people. Is not really... No, there were other people with guns who'd come and take all your stuff. Oh, that's You're on true. the prairie. You know, these cowboys ride up. They'll take all your stuff, and you need a rifle, and you need a gun. You probably have a rifle because you're probably, if you're living on a prairie, you got to shoot deer and sheep and cow, whatever, yeah. the wolves that are coming on your property. Right. So, And if a bad guy comes up, you say, hey, I'll blow right. your head off. Right. So so there's a lot of, I, guess I mean, that's true. Right. the we, self-preservation pres- is pres- absolutely maximized when I have a gun in my hand. I mean, well, people don't realize that. A pistol is – it's very hard to shoot straight with a pistol. Mm. It's very hard to shoot straight five times with a pistol. They're very loud. If you shoot a pistol inside of your house, you're going to go deaf. And then if the guy's sneaking around in the dark with with a knife, you're dead. Right. Um, but but it, it is the equalizer. If you've got a yeah. gun and I've got a gun, then you're you, – Now someone's going to die. So, well, right. <laughs> right. But at least it's not them killing me That's without – that's true. That's the argument. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't own a gun. I would like to own a gun. Um, you know, for the, I, I mean, I do have a knife and I'm close to my bed in case, you know, not that I'd ever, I mean, I have dogs. <laughs> I have, you know, there's other ways to kind of protect yourself. Um, and a gun is a terrible thing. You know, when I was doing security, um, the whole thing was as a police officer, as a security guard that's armed. If you approach a situation and you bring a gun into that situation, you now have increased the danger of that situation. Right. Because if that gun gets into the bad guy's hands, right? You know, or you point the gun at somebody, now you got to, you know, now you're now that guy's fighting for his life. Right. So, so it does. It is a game changer. But um, maybe we need to. Maybe responsible gun handling is something well, I, they should yeah. teach in class. I mean, right. maybe that should be a sixth grade camp. Okay, not sixth grade, but yeah. I mean, just you know. One of my buddies always says that your kid needs to know how to learn a gun. So if he finds himself in a situation where somebody else is playing with their dad's gun, right. that they can check it out, make sure it's unloaded, and make it a safe. You know, so you do need gun awareness, and gun education is is one way to do it. Um, you know, these crazy people 
like they can make pipe bombs like they can do right. they can do in fact that's what i was thinking as soon as you put on guards up now you're gonna have now you're gonna deal with explosives and that's mm-hmm. what these kids i mean you can get online instructions for explosives don't give them ideas <laughs> I don't have to. I, do. I, I mean, know. I know. it's just when these people are intention in are in, are out to hurt somebody, like getting the guns and running through into a school and shooting people. That's kind of like blunt, you know, brute force, you know. But there are other ways to hurt lots of people, and if their goal is to hurt lots of people, they're gonna do it. So that's why we need kindness class and support groups. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. Um, I think there should be. Um, education on gun use i think that's if, a good one too right like if you're gonna go buy a gun you have to take classes on how you do you. right now but i think they're pretty uh, they're pretty weak yeah i think you should take you could take you, you go know. shooting like at a shooting range you should do the classes at a shooting range and they're there teach you. they're there i no, think i, know, I think you should teach like, in high school i think everybody i think every 16 year old should know how to handle yeah. a gun now that i think about it like you should you know that's not going to change anything with what we're talking about, but I think just you know gun control in general, you'll have less accidental deaths from guns. Kids get killed all the time by accidental guns. Oh, I know. I I knew someone personally. Yeah, and that's like that's. The I mean, most... whose whose brother? But that's the worst. Right. Like that is. It's like you need to you know teach respect of the gun at a young age. Well, I guess you... that's the parents. That, yeah, school no, can't that, get involved no, no, no. in that. That's this... a parents thing. Parents can't have loaded guns in the house. Yeah, <laughs> on a table, ready. Yeah, right. accessible to kids. No, no way. That's the yeah. That's that's wrong. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, that's interesting. So I think kindness class, hug squad, and quick response, uh-huh. and then problem solved. All right. Who's gonna pay for it? Kindness class. Any of that. Well, you added to the curriculum. It's already paid for. It's mm. not that hard. Teachers can easily. <laughs> Word problems can now be about guidance. That's true. That's true. Give them something to do during the day. Give them an extra 30 minutes. Morning meetings. There's lots of time that can be spent on that. There's a lot of time wasted on stuff. Sure. They can find the minutes and they can find the minutes and the material. Yeah. And you can do it. And I think that'll help, help round out, you know, that'll help round it out. There's, I mean, there's a lot of. You, you can teach it in, in context of history. You can teach it in context of. Right. Well, the other challenge though is that we don't have we don't understand the background of some of these kids and that's something that that we haven't really touched on that that there are kids from very terrible places but i guess if you have kindness taught at school uh-huh. at least they can have that there yeah. and hopefully that would permeate through the community um as they grow up right you know you just have your kids with a little bit of kindness uh-huh. and i think that's what's missing and for us religion helps um um i mean I don't want. No, you understand values. No, because no, no. Religion, religion helps a lot of, with a lot of things. I don't. You know, that's another topic. I mean, that's well, another discussion. For you, it helps. For others, no. it's just no. I met when I met people who were not religious. They had so many more problems and issues than people who had the, a solid background. Of we're not going to get faith. too much into it, I know. but it could be a kindness thing if these kids had been taught values mm-hmm. without an omnipresent punisher. If it yes. was just kind of like a general Religion's kindness. built on hope. And Religion faith. is built. <sighs> I'm just telling you what I've observed to my well, own. We will have a nice discussion on yeah. religion. It sounds <laughs> okay. like. Um, no, generally religions are omnipresent punishers and invisible balancers. Um, doctrines, control, taxes generally. 
most religions don't let you practice individually because they want you to be a member of their religion. So if these kids had religion, it would solve all their problems. But they're not going to have. Like that's just not something that's going to happen. Well, I feel really bad about all those people that died. I, and, oh, of course. It's terrible. for all these school it's, things. And all the ones that will come. That's the scary part is that right. I'm this is probably not the last one. scared to <sighs> send my kids to school. Right. As as people should be because the media makes it seem right. that way. You know, the circumstances, the the areas, like there's so many things that – you know, these are very, they're outliers. These are very, 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 they very are, small but they're occurrences. They're becoming more That's true. common. If, if, right, if, right, if I went to a place where people died, I'd be afraid that I might die. And if school is that place, that's terrible. And currently, we kind of have this belief that it's possible that you can get killed by going to school. And that's right. a f- terrible fear to have. Um, kids going to school today, tomorrow are going to be fearful. So, you know, we were, we've got some really challenging times. Um, all we can, you know, hopefully the knee jerk reactions aren't like put every kid who's angry in jail, you know, every kid who Mm -hmm. says something stupid, you're in prison for the rest of your life. You know, I mean that, that will just make people stop talking about it. It won't make the feelings go away. It won't make their anger or their hate go away. It just hides it. So, you know, it's, it's a tragic thing and God, I mean, I pray to. I don't believe that it could happen around here, but it probably could. There's probably plenty of bullied kids. Right. I mean, there we, could be a kid right now who's polishing their guns, that, thinking tomorrow's right. a day, and they've right. been thinking that for the last three months, and they just haven't done it. Right. So that's a scary thought. Uh-huh. Knock on wood, and be nice you know, to everybody. <laughs> yeah, kindness. Uh-huh. Be kind. Teach kindness. Practice kindness, and put it in the schools. Uh-huh. And somebody at the school has to have a gun, just in case. Who knows how to use it and is okay with killing somebody. Right. Crazy days we live in. Yeah. Maybe we stay home tomorrow. Oh, yeah, you guys don't have school. Yeah, we're on ski week. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Can't get killed. Can't get killed. <laughs> poor yeah. poor son has high school. Yeah, that's the Danger bad zone, the war zone. Gonna yeah. get post. I hope he, you know, everybody walks around ducking now. Right. Everybody's like looking out for snipers. Oh, my God. Oh, well. 